So, you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball, a subscription box coach, and your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs that want to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box business owners. My goal is to help reduce the overwhelm of starting your own subscription box business. So most episodes, I will teach you on a specific topic that you'll need to know about, especially in the early stages. Well, this is the very first episode where I'm interviewing someone else. This will really take you behind the scenes at Sparkle Hustle Grow. Today, I'm interviewing my right-hand gal, my ride or die, and Sparkle Hustle Grow's Director of Customer Experience, Renee Gonzalez. Yay! Renee, welcome to the podcast. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you and talk to all the listeners, too. All right. So let's start with a little backstory. So Renee and I, years and years ago, back in January, what was it, 2017, we met through an event called the Boss Mom Retreat. The Boss Moms group is primarily a Facebook group of mom entrepreneurs that are there to help inspire each other, ask questions that have to do with, you know, mom life, but also business. And so there was this retreat in San Diego in January 2017. And when I went to it, I did not know a single soul. And then I met Renee, where we quickly became friends. And we spent lots of time together at that event. And then we, you know, after that, she subscribed to Sparkle Hustle Grow. And that was one of the things I love about live events is that you come out with new friends, you come out with new ideas, but you also can come out with sales and new customers. So she became a customer. And then fast forward a couple months later, I was looking for someone to help me with my business. She was available for that type of work. And so I hired her. And it's just been this wonderful relationship. We're, what, three years into it now. And I could not be happier with having you on the team. So for our listeners, now it's time for you guys to get to know her. Renee, can you please tell our listeners just like a little bit about yourself and your business background? Yes, absolutely. So um, like Julie mentioned in 2007, I met her at this retreat. So at that time, I was a brick and mortar business owner. I owned a boutique. I had been a business owner for six years at that time. So I started my own business, um, a brick and mortar in our downtown area in 2011. I had a daughter, one daughter at the time who was just turning a year and decided like a lot of people do, I think when they're in the beginning of motherhood, that um, I needed to make a shift. I was a kindergarten teacher and I didn't like the idea of leaving my daughter alone and going to work every day. So I was trying to find something that I could do and still involve her. So I opened a children's boutique. We are a party place too. And I had lots of fun and it was amazing. And then as 2016, 2017 rolled around, I began to become more involved in Facebook groups and was looking for that next thing for my business and really found out something that I didn't even know before that people were running their businesses completely online. So I really right. wanted a taste. Yeah, I, I had no clue. I, I think I kind of jumped into entrepreneurship, not knowing anything anyways. Yep, and then as 
right? As I evolved and my business evolved, I was like, how do I get a piece of this online world? And, (laughs) and as Julie knows, I like to travel and I, so the thought of being remote and running your business from wherever was definitely appealing. So that is kind of what enticed me into the boss mom retreat. I knew I also went into it not knowing a soul. So I knew no one was totally outside of my comfort zone. Yes. And I feel like in hindsight now, looking back three years, the best decision I made for my business and for myself was really putting myself out there. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I thought I was going to grow my business and transition it on to, to give myself a little more freedom. But, um, but as we know, three years later, it, it completely transitioned my business to closing that and now working for you for Sparkle Hustle Grow and everything we do. Oh my gosh. And it's been so fun. Renee literally started out with what, like five hours a month, maybe yes. like super small. And then as I saw how growing my team could help me get out of my own way. And, you know, it helped us scale the business. We continue to grow um, Renee's hours and her involvement in it. And now she is in charge of um, all of our customer service and our social media. Um, A lot of the other things too, she's got her hands deep in like our email marketing and um, product development. So she is seriously my right hand gal. So Let's talk about customer experience because as I just mentioned, um, you are in charge of that for Sparkle Hustle Grow. So what can you give our, our listeners three tips? What are your top three tips for creating an amazing customer experience for their box subscribers? Yes, absolutely. So I think too, so I have three tips, but as you were just talking, it made me think of whether people who are listening, whether they're doing this themselves or looking for someone else mm-hmm. to do it, I think something that uh, makes our our partnership really good is that I am also our target market as you are. So I feel like if you, whether you're deciding to do customer experience yourself or finding that right person to do it for you, um, it doesn't need to be necessarily someone in your target market, but to look for someone who has that passion that you have about what you're doing. Cause I feel like that's something, and we joke about it too. You and me, Julie, like I, I get that mama bear feeling too about the business. (laughs) So I feel like if you're on the hunt as a business owner for someone to handle your customer experience for you. um, So kind of like an added bonus tip is find someone or have that person be someone who really cares about, your customers and your business as much as you do too. I agree. You have a lot of the same personal values as me and you get the brand voice because it's a voice that you really resonate with and that you can use naturally. Um, So those are really, really good tips. And before we go into those, uh, those three tips about customer experience, listeners just know that um, I'll have Renee on again, and we'll talk more specifically about customer customer service, you know, responding to people. We'll talk more about building community. Um, these are some of the things that Renee does on a daily basis with Sparkle Hustle Grow. So she'll be a regular on the show. All right. On to the tips, Renee. All right. Tip number one is treat people the way you'd like to be treated. And I mm, think it so is so simple and something when you think of customer service that, um, 
should almost go unsaid, but it really can't. You have to constantly remind yourself. And I think um, me being in the entrepreneur world and customer service world for now over a decade and just working for Sparkle Hustle Grow for three years, it is something that I constantly remind myself too, because um, at your first glance, sometimes you think like, oh, like, why are they frustrated with this or why this? But then you have to realize like, yeah, it did take their, like their package may have took longer than normal or they're really excited to get something. So um, just definitely treating people the way you'd like to be treated as something that should always be at the forefront when you're, when you're handling customer service moments. I think that is tip number one. Yeah, that is such a good point. And I think as the business owner too, um, for our listeners who are thinking about hiring someone, I don't know about you, but I take a lot of things really personally and everyone says, oh, it's business. It's not personal. But when you run a business and you put a lot of heart and soul and time and effort into it, it's hard for it not to be personal. And so, you know, a couple of years ago before you were doing all of the customer service or managing the other people that help us out, um, I would have to sit and like breathe a few times I would have to rewrite an email four or five times to make sure it was coming across right. Um, because you know, (laughs) it's, it's so funny, Renee, you say, say this sometimes, but like we get butt hurt, you know, (laughs) like, (laughs) like if someone is not like being nice or if they're using all caps and you've tried really hard to make them happy and you still cannot make them happy, sometimes it does go deep and it hurts. And so um, I would encourage everyone who is ready to scale or to kind of get out of their own way. This is one of those moments. This is one of those things that is a great place to delegate early in your business because Mm -hmm. you can kind of take that personal side and, and use that heart to build the box and to build the experience rather than answering emails all day long. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, definitely agree. And then, um, so transitioning into my second tip too. So sort of along the same lines, um, some, but something that is a little added value that we like to do at Sparkle Hustle Grow is to always find ways to surprise and delight our customers. So whether it is in the form of online and or in the box and throwing something new in there, or we do it too with customer service. Um, a big way we like to do it is the handwritten notes. So mm-hmm. we'll, um, and it can be both positive or um, a lot of the times, both myself and Julie will look for customers who unsubscribe, but I've been around for a while mm-hmm. and we'll reach out to them and thank you, even though they're leaving us and they're technically no longer our subscribers, we still want to reach out to them and thank you them for that time they spent with us too. So I think finding those little extra ways to go above and beyond that customers, whether the, they be potential customers or customers that left or your current customers, something that they wouldn't expect. Um, you got to delight them as much as possible. Yes, absolutely. It was whenever someone cancels, um, mostly I would think most softwares do this, but CrateJoy is what we use. So CrateJoy allows them to tell us why they canceled, but it also shows us how many renewals that they've had. And sometimes they'll come through and I'll see 24 renewals. Like this person's been with us for two years. I think that definitely merits a handwritten note, a thank you. Um, or you could even do it as an email and thank them, say, you've been with us for two years and I just wanted to say thank you. It goes so far, but you know, snail mail, it's, it's, it's less um, prevalent these days. So it's more of a surprise when it happens. 
Absolutely. And we know in the subscription box industry that people like getting snail mail because that's what they're they're in it for. So even just a little, even if it's not a full blown box or extra item, just that little extra note goes a long way. Yep, I agree. All right. And then moving on to my last tip. So this is something that I think we will talk probably more about in other episodes too, but, um, but something I call the sandwich method. And it is something that I deal um, when I'm writing emails or even just dealing through social media with customers is I always start a conversation um, validating their feelings and with a positive when I'm dealing with an email. So let's say, for example, they come at they email us into our system. They're upset about something. They had a broken item. Um, I always approach it with this sandwich method. So you validate their feelings and start it with a positive, And then you go into a solution. Like a lot of the times for us, we'll replace the item or mm-hmm. reach, um, get them in touch with, with whoever they need to get in touch with. And then always ending it again with a, a positive reinforcement and something to, even if it's like, as simple as enjoy the rest of your week. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and it, and it wraps back up into that first tip of treat people the way you want to be treated. And, and it's such a elementary idea, but I feel like it really goes a long way when you're validating their feelings and you try to get the customer leaving happier than when you, when they first wrote you that email. I love it. The sandwich method. And I think um, without even knowing what you were calling it, I use that often as well. And one of my favorite ways to close out an email with a positive is thank you for giving us a chance to make it right. Absolutely. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of people automatically think in this day and age that a that they're going to get bad customer service, that mm-hmm. they are going to have to go to social media and you know air their dirty laundry before they get a, a resolution. And I want people to know that when they email our support or they reach out to us for support, that they are giving us a chance to make it right. So I just always want to thank them for that. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Well, those tips were great. I hope the listeners get a lot out of them. And um, I wanted to ask you, Renee, you know, since you've been in this industry for a couple of years now, you travel with me. We, we go to events like the Sub Summit and other marketing type events. So what would you say is one of your favorite things about working in the subscription box industry? All right. So I knew this question was coming and I wrote (laughs) something down, but then as we were talking, I kind of, I, and just now I shifted it. So I tell us both, tell us both. I was just going to say in normal fashion, I'm going to go against the rules and, uh, (laughs) and give two answers. So my first answer, my, my selfish answer is, so I love getting subscription boxes as well. And I get multiple a month. So I think as a, a selfish answer is I love being a customer for subscription boxes because even for Sparkle Hustle Grow, I know the things that are coming and it's still, I I get the same feeling our subscribers get. I get excited when I see our pink box. I get delighted when I open it. So really getting the box and, and using it as a business write-off and, uh, and something that I continue to learn from that same experience our customers get is one of my favorite things. And then my second answer to my favorite thing about working for subscription boxes and specifically Sparkle Hustle Grow is the community and the people mm. that you meet. And, and 
um, whether, no matter what the subscription box you're getting, I, you get that because you enjoy that thing. And there's other, in our case, thousand other women who also enjoy that thing. So those are your people. Right. And when you subscribe to a subscription box, you're subscribing to be part of your community with your people. So I feel like be, the, yourself and Amy, our whole team have become some of my closest friends. Yeah. And, and it's definitely because we have like in, the similar interests and we are all in a similar area hanging out. So yeah, that is the answer too. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's so important to, to find your tribe. And that's one of the reasons I started Sparkle Hustle Grow is I was looking for my community because I feel like as a, as a woman and as an entrepreneur, I thrive in community. So we just built one instead. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and regardless of what your subscription box is, you're finding your people or, or right. people are finding each other. So yep, I agree. And for the record, I also subscribe to plenty of other <laughs> subscription boxes. And I mean, I'm, I'm using my air quotes, but I use it for market research um, because I need to feel those feelings of delight or disappointment so that I can really use that to help me pick better items, pick the right trainings, um, really energize the community. So I want, I use it as a way to kind of um, remind myself what it feels like to get, you know, excited about it, getting that tracking email. It's coming in three days, you know, get so excited. And then that feeling of good or bad. So I agree. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this little interview with Renee, our director of customer experience. As I mentioned, we'll have her on again and we'll dive deeper into some of these other topics. But if you loved this episode, please subscribe and give us a great review. That way it gives us a chance to reach more people. So just wanted to say thank you, Renee, for joining me today. And thank you all the listeners, as always, for spending this time with us. And we'll see you in the next episode. 